1: WTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio. With well, SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Former Senator Jim Talent says the White House has so far been able to keep both pro- and anti-Israel Democrats happy
3: by sending mixed signals about U.S. support for Israel.
4: But they're not getting away with it in the longer term, which is one of the reasons the president's numbers are dropping even further, because... The, the people in the, in, in the Democratic base who don't want us to support Israel have figured out that the administration is basically supporting Israel or a whole lot more than they want to.
1: Republicans holding fast to their demand policy reforms for the U.S. border be part of a supplemental spending bill for allies Ukraine and Israel.
5: We are simply insisting that if the president is not going to enforce the asylum and parole laws as written and intended by past congresses, then this congress must pass new laws that will limit the president's discretion to abuse those laws.
1: Senator Tom Cotton,
3: and this is SRN News.
1: This week on the Michelle Tafoya
6: podcast. Tiffany Justice of Moms for Liberty. Instead of the government system listening to the parents who are the stakeholders, they shut us down. They literally shut off our microphones. They changed citizen input at school board meetings. One of our own moms called by an FBI field office after having spoken at a school board meeting. You're making peanut butter and jelly in the morning, and you have an FBI agent calling you about your speech.
1: Stream the Michelle Tafoya podcast at Salem Podcast Network.
5: Visit am1280thepatriot.com. Click on the Half-Off Deals icon for great gift ideas with the Patriot Half-Off Deals program. Great way to find gifts and save money at the same time. You can save up to 50% or more on great products and services right here in the Twin Cities. That's the Patriot Half-Off Deals program at am1280thepatriot.com. From the Genovations Regen Weather Center, high around 40 degrees today, chance of rain throughout your afternoon hours. Tonight's low, 32 cloudy skies.
6: Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded.
1: This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great
3: to be
0: back in Minnesota
1: today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. <laughs> now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. <laughs>
3: Welcome back, to Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy, institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, my game for the past almost 20 years, really. We're, we're just turning the corner into the final quarter of year 19 right now, which means the 20th anniversary is coming up here in March uh, bringing the truth to the world, along with my colleagues, uh, Jack Tomzak, who comes up at 3 o'clock here on AM 12A, The Patriot. Brad Carlson, the uh, the closer edition, Sundays from 1 to 3 here on AM 12A, The Patriot. And, of course, uh, King Banyan, charter member of the NARN, every Saturday morning, 9 to 11 a.m., and our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Together, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the benevolent despots of all Twin Cities media, uh, bigger, better and more truthy than the rest of the, uh, of the Twin Cities media all put together. And yet we make it look easy. Because for us, it is. I mean, what they say, when you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life. And that's what we do here. We love what we do. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. By the way, 651-289-4488 is the number to call if you're so inclined. By all means, get a hold of us here. If you disagree with me for any reason, you get on the air first those who those who disagree with me we we throw a little note on you uh up on the screen here. I can see someone here wants to take a take a swipe at you here, and all I ask i mean that's the deal I make with you if you disagree with me we'll make a debate of it we'll make a, an actual discussion of it it's incumbent on you to actually bring an argument worth arguing with and and over the last twenty years, the number of shall we say, progressives in this town who have brought an actual argument as opposed to name-calling uh, or pointless invective is in the low single digits, but that's okay. It it happens. They it, it, it does happen once in a blue moon. At any rate, that's my compact with you. That's the deal I make. You disagree with, you get on first, but make it worth the time. Actually, it's great if everyone makes it worth the time. Uh, at any rate, my predictions in some areas, are famously spotty to the point where I have, I've at least when it comes to things like elections and Super Bowls, I pretty much stick with satirical uh, an- analysis, which, because of just the nature of life, tends to wind up being close to the truth anyway. I mean, most of my satirical predictions have, have come much more true. For example, I didn't really necessarily think the red wave was going to happen, and so I said, well, if... Uh, if Governor Klink and co-Governor Flanagan win by less than eight points, it's a moral victory for the GOP. Uh, and they won by eight points, so it was not a moral victory for the GOP. By the way, we'll be talking about more victories, moral or otherwise, the, the pursuit of political victories, more than moral victories, by the way, next hour, with uh, former Senator, current uh, Chairman of the Minnesota Republican Party, Dave Hahn, and uh, Executive Director Anna Matthews. They'll be joining us in the second hour here to talk about the GOP, both Uh, Mostly looking ahead, presumably, to caucuses, which are coming up pretty quick here. Uh, The political season really kicks off for good, uh, for real here in Minnesota. Uh, I think it's the uh, last Tuesday in February. Either way, whenever it is, we'll be talking about it. And uh, the the caucus season is, uh, of course, the most wonderful time of year, if you like, uh, sitting in rooms arguing about who the, the candidates are going to be. And and by the way, that's important. It is It has a, has a significant role in Republican Party politics here in Minnesota. I would say politics in general. But as we've seen, the, the DFL caucuses tend to be subject to approval by the state party management. Because when was the last time you saw someone who won at the convention actually going on to, to run for governor? or or to win the governor, to win in the primaries at any rate. Ken Martin puts uh, I was going to say he puts his fingers on the scales. He actually puts like his whole leg on the scale, uh, bringing the the wealth and power of the state party to bear to make sure what the party wants as opposed to the activists the, the party gets. For better or worse, the Republican Party responds to the activists. And boy, with some of the activists we have out there, uh, I've I've had Democrat friends. Why why doesn't the party make sure that uh, that uh, that that the good candidates win? This, well, for better or worse, they respect the activists. Anyway, we'll be talking with Senator uh, and Chairman Han about that, as well as Executive Director Matthews here in about an hour here, with any luck at all here. So, uh, well, let's talk uh, what to talk about today. So so much I could again. I this is one of those weeks. Where if I were on the air three hours a day every day, say from two to five, I would still not have enough time to get all material in that needs to be gotten in for this day. And by the way, not to say that I wouldn't give it a try. So if you are if you own a company or, or run a company that is looking to sponsor some sort of media presence, say three hours a day, five days a week, uh, have your people call my people. I'm I'm here for you. We can certainly work something out. Uh, Try to cram all the news uh, of the week into two hours on Saturday uh, between myself. Well, eight hours between myself, Jack, Brad and King. It's hard. It's hard to do. Uh, But uh, we'll we'll give it our best shot here. So. I made a mental note. Actually, I've made several, not just mental, but literal notes over this last um, couple of years since the last election, I, I made one. And since the end of the legislative session, I made a physical note in the, in the upcoming posts on my blog, which doubles as my show prep for this uh, program, I'll say, uh, to ask a couple of questions. For starters, I, I want to ask a question, say, around the beginning of the legislative session, uh, this next uh, legislative session coming up in, I believe, early February. Uh, has poverty in Minnesota dropped by 30%? Because that's what the DFL has been promising. I mean, all the money they spent, they said up until the end of the session that it would cut poverty in Minnesota by 30%. Now, seeing all of the food shelves and all of the, the, the talking last week with the Salvation Army, and I didn't want to politicize that interview, but between the lines, you could see that if poverty is dropping 30% in the state of Minnesota since last May, it's taking its sweet time doing it. In fact, if you look at the food shelf numbers, if you look at the the numbers from charities around the state of Minnesota who are simultaneously getting drained and not getting uh, anywhere near as much money coming in as they used to and as they need to keep up with the demand, you might surmise that things are actually going the wrong direction. I'm not going to answer that question today, although the beginnings of some answers are starting to sort of bubble to the top of the the mind if you catch my drift. But there's another one of those mental notes that I took, and it turned into a physical note in my blog to check in uh, in mid-September to see how the budget forecast was going. And I made a prediction. I made a prediction last May at the end of the legislative session, as a bookend to the prediction I made at the beginning of the session, where the the uh, what am I saying here? The, the about a year ago, the financial forecast for the Minnesota Management and Budget showed a surplus of over seventeen billion. That's with a B dollars. billion. That's $3,000 almost for every man, woman, and child in the state of Minnesota. That's taxes that were overpaid. Progressives, I shouldn't say progressives, DFLers like to think that a surplus is a sign of a healthy state. And, in fact, I have DFLer friends who say, well, we should... We should engineer our budgets and our taxes so that the state always has surpluses. No, no. That's money that's being taken out of productive use. That's used by you and me, the people who earn it, to give to, well, the state government, to to put at the disposal of Governor Klink and co-Governor Flanagan. Surpluses are not a good thing, and even less so this past surplus, which, as I pointed out, the $17 billion surplus was not a 17. I mean, it was, there was 17 billion extra dollars lying around for a bit there. Most of that was a combination of federal COVID stimulus money that didn't get spent or taxation of federal COVID stimulus money that did get spent. In other words, the $300 a month or $600 a week or whatever it was that people were getting uh, during the pandemic. And the other, avalanche of spending that happened during and immediately after the pandemic. Up until last year, people were spending that money on lots and lots of stuff, and that money was getting taxed, and those taxes are going into state coffers. In the meantime, as the inflation rate was rising and taxes were were taxing at the same old rate with the new prices that were going up at at 1.9 or more percent per year. So the $17 billion surplus was a lot of vapor. I pointed this out, as did everyone with half a brain, which excludes the entire ruling DFL coalition. And I predicted that that surplus, even if you left it alone, would all go away because the federal stimulus money's gone. It ended and as inflation drop falls closer in the line largely because of federal tinkering by the way with the uh, the fed to uh, to to lower the inflation rates to try and give the impression of a sound economy uh, before the biden administration has to try to run for election next year that means that the prices that we pay for things do, do don't go up as fast which means that the tax revenue on those goods and services don't go up as fast, which means they don't collect as much, which did not stop the DFL from spending every penny of that $17 billion surplus and much more, increasing the state budget by 38 percent, almost 40 percent, uh, way past the inflation rate, by the way. I mean, that's why government inflation and goods and services that are subject to government inflation, like health care like the cost of government, like tuition, like the cost of public education goes up much faster than than the private uh, market, the free market inflation rate. And I predicted at the end of that session, when the DFL spent every blessed dime of that surplus and much more, that the surplus would not only disappear, But as the economy slowed, or as inflation slowed, take your pick, it would dip down into deficit, sure, as the sun rises in the east, because the DFL can do a lot of things with selfies and social media and browbeating and getting their handmaidens in the media to carry their water for them, but they can't repeal the law that what goes up must come down. They cannot repeal gravity. They can't repeal economics. Well, my predictions, as always, were right, and we'll talk about that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve eighty, The Patriot six five one two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call, or you can join me on Twitter, Gab Me We and Getter on hashtag NARN Show. That's N A R N Show. Join us, won't you please? We'll see you in a bit.
1: Michelle Tafoya interview Al Michaels? What about Bob Costas? Hear her fascinating take on those two and more on the Salem Podcast Network. Hear intelligent radio through your smart speaker. Just say, play, play the, the Patriot, Patriot in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive.
6: Wait, what's this? low-cost airlines
1: with one call to low-cost airlines you'll drastically slash your travel costs we're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations where would you like to go london rome Costa Rica. Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airline travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-719-5601. 800-719-5601. 800-719-5601. That's 800-719-5601. Did you know that the Patriot mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on our app that will automatically start streaming the Patriot at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake you up in the morning with Hugh Hewitt or any of your favorite hosts download the free am 1280 the patriot app today with the vast majority of media today leaning hard left it can be tricky to find news that actually shares let alone defends a conservative viewpoint hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like ed morrissey hotair.com
4: we all know that aches and pains come with simply getting older But it doesn't mean you have to accept it. That's why I want to tell you about a special lady, Leah from Ohio, and her relief factor story. One Sunday, Leah was sitting on the couch in so much pain, she was literally in tears. That's when she decided to try Relief Factor. Just eight days later, she found relief, and she continued to get better and better. To quote her, she said, I am truly amazed at this product. Like me, who after nine, almost ten years, almost a decade of low back pain... Lost that pain thanks to Relief Factor. If you're living with aches and pain, see how Relief Factor, a daily drug free supplement, could help you feel and live better every day. Get the three week quick starter pack at ReliefFactor.com or call 1 800 4 relief. It all comes with a feel better or your money back guarantee. That number, 1 800, the number four relief. ReliefFactor.com.
3: AM 12A, the Patriot the Northern Alliance Radio Network. I, I, hey, don't forget one of the great miracles in life. Back again this Christmas. How would you like to have your mortgage or rent payments made for you all next year? They will be up to eighteen grand If you are our grand prize winner at the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes, go to am12atthepager.com to enter. Uh, by the way, you can see the terms at the website. There are terms. There's always terms, right? But thanks to the Kingdom Builders Roofing, for their support in the Christmas Mortgage Miracle, the, the found of all that's good. But that's how it goes. On this earth, obviously. Of By the way, all of our contests are found at am 12 athepagercom And there are a lot of them, so do it. 651-289-4488 four, four, eight, eight is the number to call. You can also join us on uh, Twitter, Wee. And Getter, but not parlor, or Mastodon, or Tribe.al at uh, the hashtag Narnshutts, N-A-R-N show. Operators are standing by via all of these media. If you want to join us here, we'd love to have you join us here. By the way, if you disagree with me, you get on the air first. We've already established that. Uh, Try that at, uh, at any other radio station in town. It just won't work. Anyway, so we were talking about the prediction that I made about this time a year ago as we were waiting for the... DFL to take unchecked, uncontested power of the entire state of Minnesota after they had swept, run the board barely, barely run the board, but close only counts horseshoes and hand grenades, both positive and negative. Uh, the the uh, the, <laughs> the DFL took uh, the governor's office, uh, held the governor's office, and took the house and the senate. The senate by one vote, the house by four. And uh, they they governed like they had a, a big majority. Give it, give this to them. They're acting like they are operating with a colossal mandate. They're not. They are op- governing with a one vote majority in the the Senate. And the I mean the GOP with a one vote majority for two sessions, four sessions, a long time in the Senate held up an awful lot of DFL agenda. People riff on the the GOP and on Paul Gazelka, but by God, he, it looks like the good old days, doesn't it? When when Paul Gazelka, for all of his faults, uh, for all of his cautiousness, uh, wouldn't you like to step back to those days uh, I, or better <laughs> at any rate? uh i predicted at the time this time about a year ago that this 17 billion dollar surface surplus a was vapor for the most part it was inflation and federal stimulus money and taxation on people spending their federal stimulus money and which was uh, puffed up by inflation and it was also uh the the uh, it was also all going to get spent and i was right the the dfl spent the entire surplus which wasn't And $10 billion extra on top of it, increasing the size of the state government uh, by 38%. I guarantee you, your income did not rise by 38%, did it? No, not mine. I've had some good increases in my life, but never, never did it go up 38% in one year. Uh, Either did yours. But the state sure did. And I predicted at the end of the session that when the economy, when the stimulus money ended, when the economy, when reality started to set back in financially across the board, when the economy slowed, when inflation slowed, when revenues slowed for any reason, and they are slowing. I mean, the, the, the Biden administration is trying to tell you the economy is, is, is in wonderful state here, even though business output is down by 9% which is a much better indicator of future economic health than the Dow Jones or the inflation rate. Let's not even talk about home purchasing and construction. At any rate, those revenue numbers uh, were already souring. How sour? Well, a new forecast came out this past week, and the DFL tried to do another little tiny victory dance It wind up being more like one of those dances that that 65-year-old Lutherans do, just kind of moving their shoulders back and forth a little bit because it wasn't much of a victory dance. Because Minnesota management and budget, notwithstanding the fact that they report to the Flanagan-Clink administration, accidentally slipped up and told, well, I don't know if it was an accident. They told the truth. And that was this. Well, put a pin in that. We'll come back to the truth in a moment here, because I'd like you to imagine if you're a DFLer, or you have a friend who is a DFLer. Here's an analogy I would use. You're on the 50th floor of the IDS tower. You climb into an elevator. You hit ground floor, Crystal Court. And you sit down and take a nap. I don't know why you're sitting on an elevator in the IDS Center. Just work with me here. You sit down and take a nap, a very quick nap, because those elevators are fast. And that elevator plunges. But you, your attention is elsewhere. Maybe you're napping. Maybe you're looking at your phone. But after 20 seconds, you look up and see the elevator is on the 10th floor. Now, do you think to yourself, hey, I'm on the tenth floor. This is where I'm going to be. And and the the elevator door opens at the Crystal Court. And you think to, do you think to yourself, Hey, I'm still on the tenth floor. It looks like the first floor, but I looked up and it said the tenth floor. So I must be really on the tenth floor. This is what's happened with this forecast. The forecast took a snapshot and and found that state government right now is running a, a surplus. Of a little over $2 billion. I think it's like $2.4 billion as of this month. That's down from $18 billion over the last year. So $16 billion left is less of a surplus. But MMB pointed out, let's well, quote from the report, higher estimates in health and human services and education, <laughs> raised total spending in fiscal year 24, Uh, 24 to 27, resulting in a negative structural balance in the next biennium. That negative structural balance right now is looking to be over $2 billion. Uh, One estimate has it up to $2.5 billion. And by the way, that's provided that the economy doesn't really tank. By the way. This is exactly as predicted, and it's actually happening faster than I predicted. I, I, not being as familiar with the machinations of the budget as perhaps someone in my station should be, I thought this would would last uh, until the next budget session, twenty twenty five. And and that's exactly what it looks like. The twenty twenty five through twenty twenty seven budget looks like right now. Everything goes as it is right now. Even if the state doesn't go hog wild on more taxing and more spending, or at least more spending, they're looking at a $2.5 billion deficit. But you know they're going to. Oh, no, they're already preparing the ground for more spending here. You had Representative Leah Finke of St. Paul uh, going out in one of the oddest little Twitter Exchanges I've seen in a while saying, "What if we were just to tax the rich and put all the money into more housing for the homeless?" Proving, by the way, that uh, Representative Kay doesn't know how homelessness works—at least hardcore career homelessness. I I say that somewhat sardonically, but with no disrespect intended. But these are people who are just not indoor cats. These are people as as a friend, an acquaintance who who knows the field really well points out the long-term hardcore homeless are, I mean, there are some who are hardcore mentally ill and just cannot abide living indoors. And there are people with sex, uh, sex crime convictions and arson convictions who go figure, they're not going to be passing any landlord background checks at all unless they wind up coming up with enough money to buy a house outright somehow or other, they are got not a lot of options. Those are the hardcore homeless. The people hanging out in these homeless camps are not families who came up one paycheck the wrong side of bad times. They're not families for the most part. Exceptions exist. At any rate. That's another whole subject we'll get to. But exactly as predicted, the DFL burned through the, the quote, surplus, end quote, and are headed exactly as predicted by myself and all the smart people for a deficit, which means the DFL is going to start. In fact, they've already started gaslighting the people into demanding that we give up more. Of our the money we work for to pay for their wastrelcy, for their spendthriftness is that a word? It is now for their their spending orgy. There we go. Northern Alliance Radio Network AM 12A. The Patriot Go Nowhere. Oh, it gets worse.
4: All patriots, are you ready to embark on an unforgettable expedition? You're invited to journey with me on the Patriots Alaska Cruise, June 2024. We'll dive deep into geopolitical trends and unpack the influences shaping today. This experience is more than a vacation; it's a chance to participate in profound discussions and spirited debates with like-minded patriots. Seven action-packed days will explore new ideas and chart a course toward a bright American future. All while surrounding by the raw majesty of Alaska's natural wonders. You'll experience powerful creation as you're immersed in the splendor of glaciers and fjords. Let's count together as patriots in this amazing landscape. Mark your calendar, June 29th to July 6, 2024. Learn more and secure your spot on this once-in-a-lifetime adventure by calling 855-565-5519 or book online at patriotsalaskacruise.com.
6: across america.org prolife across america is educational non-political and tax deductible a baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception Pro Life across america, the
0: bill
6: for looking for a new way to give back to your community learn new skills and make a real difference consider volunteering with your local fire department The majority of U.S. firefighters and emergency responders are volunteers, answering the call when their community needs them. Be part of a dedicated team of volunteers who step up and protect their community from all types of hazards. You can be the difference. There's no typical firefighter. Anyone can volunteer to serve their community. Volunteering as a first responder is really about having the heart and drive to make a difference where it's needed most. Aside from helping your community and being there for those in need, Being a member of the Volunteer Fire Service provides many benefits, including an opportunity to learn new skills and join a family that will serve with you, always have your back, and train you to be the best version of yourself. Your community needs you. Will you answer the call? Learn more and find a local volunteer opportunity at makemeafirefighter.org. That's makemeafirefighter.org.
3: A. M. twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget with the Patriot half off deals program, you can save half—that's why it's called half off deals—or more on great products and services in the Twin Cities right now. Get half off on so many things. Uh, for example, Mathnasium. Gives yourself half off on a Mathnasium gift certificate for a kid who needs help with math or needs to get even further ahead on math, perhaps. Or maybe half off the state deficit. Oh, wait. That's not... That's not an offer we offer. Anyway, go to am12athepatriot.com uh, to get it on the half-off deals. Unfortunately, half off the DFL contingent in the state legislature isn't one of them, although we'll be talking with Chairman Dave Han and Executive Director Anna Matthews about trying to shave away that lead next fall here. God, Lord, we're going to need to do that here, folks. Anyway, so, the uh, this past week, uh, lots of stuff going on in uh, in in the news. The state budget deficit, of course, was the one that I've been predicting all along here, but there, there's, there's much more going on here this past week, and one of the symbols, I guess, really, for what's going on in this state right now, as as it is indeed a symbol for for so much uh, as as the flag of the state itself is a symbol for the state, is the fracas over the new state flag, which we're creeping towards here right now. A uh, a twenty four year old man from Luverne, Minnesota, uh, is has been told that his design. Is the one that is is the finalist here. Now, this is from one of thousands of designs that were submitted by Minnesotans, and uh, the I, I have to give you a little bit of background on this here, folks. For starters, I mean the flag to me looks like something that was some uh, that you'd find on a small autocratic dictatorship in Eastern Europe that broke off from another small slightly larger slightly more autocratic dictatorship in eastern europe somewhere like ruthenia breaking away from moldova or something like that it looks like a flag you'd find there or or in some breakaway part of the congo perhaps or or some part of burma that's at war with another part of burma it looks like a flag like that now uh, are the the it's it's amazing now that the flags the state flag has become an issue Social media is full of flag experts, people they they call vexillologists. And the, the term used to be just nerds, but social media has become clogged with flag nerds. And they have been bubbling up to the other media, the broadcast media, vexillologist opinions have suddenly become uh, subject for evening newscasts. Now, we started out with a few thousand contenders. The a committee boiled it down first to, I think, a dozen contenders and then six and and then two, uh, one of which was marginally less awful. And, and now down to a final winner. But wait, we're not done. Oh, no. The flag, which is, I, I will say, not utterly completely objectionable. Merely Direly uninspiring. I mean, I get the idea behind it. It's a large blue triangle with the star of the north, the toile du nord I, I know my French sounds German because I don't speak French. I do speak German. It's got the north star, the eight-pointed star of the north. Yeah, That's fine. Uh, showing up against a dark blue triangle, the, the night sky. Yay, cool. And it's got three big stripes to the right, blue, uh, light blue, green, and I think darker blue. It's simulating, uh, s- signifying the lakes, the land and trees and the sky above. I mean, it's not a horrible flag. The state really made no case for abolishing the old flag other than historical feelings are, are hurt. And by the way, that his hurt historical feelings. Uh, the. The. The battle over the state seal sort of emblematizes that. They actually did adopt a state seal. They had general approval, even from some people who have been major detractors of this entire process. But they had to go back and add something in Lakota, which violates the rules, saying you're not supposed to have things that just speak to one audience. I don't know about you, but I don't speak Lakota uh, as— And and neither does anyone else in this state who isn't, you know, Lakota. God love you, Lakota. I, I speak my German and Norwegian with pride. But you don't see any of that on the state flag, even though both of those ethnic groups had an exceptionally disproportional role in what this state became and what this state is. And in the case of Governor Waltz, I still do. Uh anyway, so this 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 flag debate is is good. It's not really a debate anymore. It's, it's a it's a done deal. It's going to happen. Except except there is more because while the design has been accepted and it's it's won the competition, uh, there's the committee isn't done tweaking it yet. As they as they put it, they're going to be they're going to be adjusting the the winning design to the point where it's acceptable to everyone on the committee. Now, I don't know about all of you, but where I come from, design by committee inevitably means terrible design. I will also say that that I work in a field where I try to connect in my day job. Now, this is not my day job. I do not, believe it or not, pay all my bills doing this show. I, I do have to have a day job. And in that day job, I connect design, business, and engineering together in in hopefully a happy compromise that actually works and makes money for for my company or the companies I've worked for in the 25 years I've been doing this. And in that time, graphic designers, I, I don't want to riff on the entire trade. Because there are there are excellent graphic designers, I've been privileged and blessed to work with a, a number of very good ones. But I will say, the visual and graphic design fields are, are field uh, is a field where the ninety percent of bad apples ruin it for the ten percent of the good ones. Here, <laughs> that's that's a little sarcastic. It's, there are many good visual designers out there. The ones who try and act like they're they're relaying science to us. We need to we need to have a word with them. I, I do have words with them. For example, a lot of graphic designers have a habit of designing things that that people with visual impairments can't perceive. Uh, by the way, the new state flag is to an extent one of them. One percent of men have blue yellow color blindness, and there's a lot of blue. And and uh, by the way, ten percent of men have red green color blindness, and there's a big green. Stri- anyway, uh, flags aren't necessarily, that's, making a flag visually accessible to everyone isn't one of the, the prime requirements, but that's not something a graphic designer knows. One of many things graphic designers don't know. I've, I have said with tongue only slightly in cheek that if the 1st Minnesota Regiment had fought at the Battle of Gettysburg under the any of these new finalists for the state flag, That Robert E. Lee would have gone on to sack D.C. and New York City and Boston by the end of July of
2: 1863.
3: Uh, Not to say that all of America's state flags are necessarily brilliant designs. But the flag itself is a potent symbol of the state that it represents. And... With this process, the state of Minnesota, or at least its current ruling junta, has thrown out an awful lot of symbolism, uh, and based largely on the opinions of graphic designers and the, the grievance community, and and all the symbology that that goes with that flag, the the frontiers people that that settled the land and and. Yeah. And if you're by the way, if you're one of the tribes who was dispossessed by that settlement, grievance noted, you won, (laughs) you won the battle for the flag anyway. And and by the way, this tells you also something about the the trifling, supercilious nature of the grievance mongering uh, majority, political majority, I should say, in this state right now, because, hey, sorry, Lakota, we took your land. And we're not giving it back, but we will. We will open all of our meetings with stolen land acknowledgements. We will put a piece of Lakota on our state seal. Not, by the way, not Cherokee, not uh, Ojibwe, not any of the tribes that the Lakota pushed out. No, no, no. The last tribe standing gets recognition here. Because the Native Americans killed and enslaved each other as well. Uh, They were no better than all of us honkies.
0: Uh,
3: doesn't matter doesn't matter oh and by the way we will redesign our flag uh, at your behest at your partial behest but you're not getting your land back we'll acknowledge we took it which is probably marginally better than the shoplifters that are getting off scot-free that don't have to admit anything but that's that's it that's it (laughs) they're getting nothing you got a flag you got a line on the state seal that, that nobody can speak, uh, pronounce other than, than the Lakota. And you get a meaningless declaration at the meeting, a beginning of meaningless meetings. So, in a way, perhaps this flag is the ultimate symbol of the state of Minnesota. Maybe I've had it all wrong all along. Maybe all of us who've been fighting against this process, to no avail, because we are the minority now have had it all wrong maybe this new flag and really the the process that led to it is the ultimate symbol of the state of minnesota today supercilious meaningless designed not for the lowest common denominator but for the ruling junta's assumption of of what the lowest common denominator is in the state of minnesota it may indeed be the perfect symbol for this state. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Join us, uh, would you please. Much more to go. Don't forget, uh, Anna Matthews, Dave Han, Minnesota Republican Party joining us after the top of the hour. Get your questions ready to go. Phone lines will be open. We'll be right back.
5: Many local families cannot afford the high cost of food, gas, and groceries. You can help by donating to the Salvation Army this holiday season. Give now at SalvationArmyNorth.org. Together, we can love beyond.
1: What kind of legacy will you leave behind? Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike as they'll be discussing your legacy issues, the necessary steps you need to take to ensure your affairs are in order and that you're not leaving a mess for those you love. Whether you're young or old, rich or not so rich, this topic is critical for you, your spouse, and your loved ones. Listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike noon Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot, or you can call them now at 855 231 6010.
5: Are you tired of being told to hang in there on the Wall Street roller coaster because the market always comes back? Meanwhile fees continue to be deducted from your account while your retirement withers away. Hi, I'm Mitch Lyons, best-selling author and star in a brand new Hollywood documentary called The Retirement Deception. In the film, you'll see how Wall Street's traditional retirement plans and 401ks have failed Americans. But more importantly, you'll discover the solution to protecting your hard-earned wealth and retiring successfully. You'll see how to grow money potentially double digits, beat inflation with increasing income, and when the next market crash hits... You lose nothing. So if you're over 50 and want a bigger, better, stress-free retirement, call to talk to a specialist and get a free copy of this brand new movie, The Retirement Deception. Call 800-578-3535. This is a $30 value, but when you call today, you get it completely free. Plus, I'll even cover shipping and handling, no credit card required. So don't delay. Call right now. 800-578-3535. 800-578-3535. 800-578-3535.
1: Chances are she's listening to you right now. But Alexa has a lot of competition. Google Nest or Amazon Echo are two of the best. All you have to do is turn it on and tell it to listen to what you want. This radio station, of course. When she hears our name, we start playing. Remember, it's as simple as this Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. That's Play the Patriot Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. We're AM 1280, The Patriot.
6: iBelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more. At iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. iBelieve.com. AM
3: 1280, The Patriot. Hey, don't forget, Freedom Fan Club members get premium content and on-demand access to their favorite local shows. Just click Podcast at am 12 athepatriotcom There, you get access to a deep archive of interviews, conversations on the big happenings of the week, and other hot topics and important issues. By the way, you've got access to the Northern Alliance Radio Network broadcast going back, I don't know, years. I found my last year's Christmas show. This was fun. (laughs) Speaking of which, I will be live in the studio next week. Because it occurred to me as I listened to last year's Christmas broadcast that it had been recorded in like 2013 and lots and lots of things are out of date. For example, Barack Obama is no longer president. Uh, So high time I recorded a new evergreen Christmas broadcast so that in fact remains evergreen. That's uh, coming up next week, Christmas broadcast. I believe Brad and Jack will be out next week as fully befits the fact that it's going to be Christmas Eve. Uh, well, uh, Christmas, I think the 23rd uh, next week, but that's okay. Uh, by the way, I always make sure I, I keep one thing for Christmas Eve that I need to shop for just because I love to watch the world go crazy in a fun way. I, uh, going to the Mall of America at 2 o'clock on Christmas Eve and just sitting and having a cocktail and watch people just run all over the place and just doing the final sprint towards Christmas is just ah, fun. At any rate, so much to talk about this week. Last week, uh, we had a a number of protests, and I want to give the subject justice because we we saw sort of a tale of two protests this past week, actually two different sets of protests. One, uh, a man who uh, defaced and destroyed a a satanic uh, Christmas display or holiday display at the Iowa State Capitol. And did, in so doing, give the current generation of bobbleheads a lesson of what uh, nonviolent civil disobedience is and is supposed to be. uh, As opposed to the protests we've been having here around the Twin Cities, where we see an example of what really ugly, aggressive, and belligerent protesting uh, in terribly terribly bad faith is we'll we'll talk about that this next time but one of the protests really that's been popping up in this past week is the protests by people who sympathize with palestine uh in favor of of essentially their their uh, genocidal mission to destroy israel i mean they won't call it that but i was just thinking back to when i was in high school where the kids who wandered around the hallways chanting, chanting, chanting. Can I just say something real quick here? Of course I can. It's my show. I'm going to say something here. I could listen to people scratching their fingers on chalkboards all day long. Now I look at G Money, my producer, who probably has no concept of blackboards in school. Did you have blackboards when you were in school with chalk and erasers, or did you have whiteboards with, like, dry erase markers?
1: You know, we had them very
3: early on. We used them, um, and then they were just kind of, like, in the classroom, just, like, taking up dust for a while. Yeah. And then they, but I work in a school now. Nothing like that anymore. Nothing happens. Like, so yep. kids, ask your parents what a blackboard was. It was a big black piece of slate that that people wrote on with chalk, and, and part of the job every day if you screwed up was to bang out the erasers and erase all the chalkboards. Anyway, and and one of the things that was uh, emblematic of chalkboards is you could take your fingernails and scratch down that piece of slate and made this horrible sound. I could listen to that all day. I could listen to that all day. And for that matter, in my various travails around the radio industry, the closest thing I came to that was listening to the Icelandic pop singer Björk And I could listen to her sing all day long. I didn't enjoy it, but I could listen to it all day. Fingernails on chalkboards, Bjork, or even Yoko Ono. I mean, for the love of God, I could listen to Yoko Ono. I really didn't enjoy it, but I could listen to all that. But the thing that gets the the reaction from me is chanting these days. The, The chants that people on the political left do just annoy the, the bejeebers out of me. Hey, hey, ho, ho! It's always the most shrill, adenoidal, awful-sounding people doing this. And I'm just remembering when I was in high school, if these people had been wandering through the halls chanting, Uptown, downtown, we just want our labors room." That's a Nazi term for living room. Or, we don't need no ethnic pollution, bring us the final solution. I mean, they would have gotten expelled. They would have gotten tossed uh, physically from school by uh, Granted, I'm old enough to have had teachers who fought in World War II and had no truck with genocide. Uh, But something occurred to me this past week, an article that came out in Alpha News Pro. Palestine protesters shut down an Edina school board meeting Monday night after two students were suspended for chanting, From the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Which, again, is a call for genocide. Oh wait, Mitch. It depends on context, sure. And the phrase "Arbeit macht frei" could be, depending on the context, taken from a German translation of a of a Horatio Alger novel about work setting you free and 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 knuckling down and getting your job done and putting in a good day's work for a good day's pay is what it's all about. But in the context of on a gate above a death camp, there is only one context to the phrase, Arbeit macht frei, work will set you free. Ironic, deceptive, etc. So, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Could, in fact, in the right context, be something other than a call to genocide? It could be. For example, if there's a, a run on real estate and they're giving it away, a la the Oklahoma land boom, sure. But in every other context known to the non-obtuse, it means exactly one thing, kill the Jews. So all I want for Christmas is a return to the basic common sense that that prevailed in schools back when, I don't know, calling for genocide was frowned on. Minneapolis, Bob, uh, you are live and on the air. You get about 30 seconds. Go ahead.
0: Well, you were talking about flags, and that was kind of going to be my subject, but I did have a Minnesota flag nobody brought up, which would be, you know, the emblems of the
1: Vikings, the Gophers, the Twins, the Timberwolves, (laughs) and the Wild.
0: With yeah, a
2: vacuum
3: cleaner. I I predicted. By the way, my favorite choice for flag. By the way, thanks for your call. That's a good one. Uh, the, uh, the my my choice for a state flag would actually be four different flags: the flags of North Dakota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Iowa. When they finally have to move in and liberate this state, a la the allies in Germany in nineteen forty-five where they divided up the country and, and, and governed them and, and rehabilitated them as an independent, first West Germany and finally Germany. Uh, I hope it doesn't come to that. I don't know if it possibly can, but that's probably, I don't know, in some worlds that would be a logical result. Uh, Dave Hanna, Anna Matthews from the Minnesota GOP, join us when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot.
4: We all know that aches and pains come with simply getting older. But it doesn't mean you have to accept it. That's why I want to tell you about a special lady, Leah from Ohio, and her Relief Factor story. One Sunday, Leah was sitting on the couch in so much pain, she was literally in tears. That's when she decided to try Relief Factor. Just eight days later, she found relief, and she continued to get better and better. To quote her, she said, I am truly amazed at this product. Like me, who after nine, almost ten years, almost a decade of low, back pain lost that pain thanks to relief factor if you're living with aches and pain see how relief factor a daily drug free supplement could help you feel and live better every day get the three week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF it all comes with a feel better or your money back guarantee that number 1-800 the number for
5: relief ReliefFactor.com. do you feel like your route to retirement is filled with detours and road construction Pull over and tune into Your Clear Path to Retirement with Taylor Sundeen and Corey Zafke. Taylor's a certified financial planner, and Corey's a wealth advisor. And together, they founded Clear Path Wealth Advisors. They'll help you see the bigger vision of what's possible and efficiently chart your course so you can enjoy your retirement journey.
1: Tune into Your Clear Path to Retirement every Sunday morning at 8
2: on AM 1280, The Patriot. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how to help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit nationalpolice.org.
0: Been putting off vacation plans because you can't bear to be away from this station? Great news. You can listen to this radio station whenever, wherever, and however you want. Just download this station's app on your Apple or Android device, and your smartphone becomes your radio. Prefer apps like TuneIn, iHeart, or odyssey.com? You can find us there as well. Got a smart speaker like Amazon Echo or Google Home? Just say our name and ask it to play this Station or listen for the radio station website on any device you'd like, even on vacation. We are
1: always on Freedom 1570. AM 1280, the Patriot is.